All the games I used to play in my younger wilder days. The game of clubs and tees it never crossed my mind. Welcome into another episode of the Turn Golf Podcast. I'm Andrew Petters. Joe Nicely here, rotoballer.com, uh, lead golf ed- lead editor, uh, sports editor there. There he is, my man Joe. We are officially like one mile as the crow flies or half a mile as the crow flies away from each other. I am live from uh, 6800 Beaverbrook Road or Drive, whatever the actual address is here. You might, we're, I'm on my parents' back patio. Uh, might have a little ruckus up here at the cart shed behind me celebrating our boy Ryan Hall Monday qualifying in to the Corn Ferry this week. Uh, that could happen, so we better get off here fast for the for the uh, shots start flying, Joe. But um, <laughs> Monday night, uh, we got a lot going on. We've got um, in the world of worlds where um, Jay Monahan takes a leave of absence for who knows what. Um, five billionaires die on a riveted closed tube, 12,500 feet below the ocean or the, the sea level. Um, Hunter Biden gets a, a felony gun charge, his probation for a felony gun charge. Uh, about 45 minutes ago, a board member of JP Morgan uh, dies in a, in a, in a car accident, Joe car accident. And, um, yeah, and uh, Keegan Bradley uh, held off a six-shot lead, barely, uh, on the back nine uh, in the Northeast. Um, nearly coast-to-coast coast for this tournament. No, all kidding aside, uh, we're here to talk about golf. Just a fun way to get into this episode. Joe Nicely, Um Your boy, Keegs. We were high on Keegs last week. Um, did not take advantage of the situation, but uh, let's talk rotoballer.com. We'll get into last week and then uh, get into this week's slate. Yeah. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, nice to, nice to be with you. Good to see you again. And uh, happy to have everybody join the show to talk a little bit about the rocket mortgage. Uh, before we dive in, want to encourage everyone to go over to rotoballer.com. Check out our amazing PGA content over there. Uh, an amazing team we're adding to constantly. Um, that we continue to improve as the year rolls along. We'll take you all the way through the tour championship. Uh, my man, Spencer Aguiar, Byron Lindick, uh, Ian McNeil, Josh Bennett, um, and others contributing. Uh, we hope you'll go over and check it out. We got uh, three tiers of PGA premium offerings. We've got a lot of free stuff um, that, that you're welcome to read. Uh, it won't cost you a dime. Uh, we think it's, it's good enough that you'll want to sign up for our premium. Um, so go over and check out rotoballer.com. Use our promo code TURN when you sign up, and that'll save you 10%. And we, we appreciate you checking it out. Yes, rotoballer.com, best place in the world for your daily fantasy needs. Not just golf, by the way, not just golf. But uh, that's what we specialize in here at the TURN. Um, so last week, Joe, what would you think? Did the Travelers deliver, or was it a little bit um, – uh, it's exciting that Keegan won, being from the Northeast, I think, for the tournament. And for the fan base up there, however, um, kind of lackluster, right? Because he dominated. I mean, eight under, six under, see, eight under, seven under, six under, first three rounds. Uh, and then ended up shooting, what, a couple three under there on Sunday. Uh, and and with, a, um, you know, a huge lead that uh, he uh, – what was the guy on uh, Top Gun that lost his wings there at the – so that Maverick could get into the flight school. That's what it looked yeah. like him coming in there. 
Yeah, he looked like uh, looked like Cougar trying to trying to steer it in, land that thing. Uh, yeah, he, he tried to make it a little interesting for us, but he was, uh, as you said, AP he was he was up by so much that uh, kind of a snoozer. Um, coming down off off the U.S. Open high, uh, we always love the Travelers. It's a great event, and and you know just just not every tournament's going to be a home run. I mean, uh, right, man, it's it's one of those things where. You know, we can't, we, we've had a tremendous year, um, but, but you can't script these things. And, and sometimes a guy just gets hot. Uh, that that's, we think he can play really well. And when he starts making putts, we know what he's capable of. He won back in October at the Zozo. So, uh, you know, two wins in less than a year for Keegan. Um, so the, the aim points working for him, uh, we're not going to see the pace of play speed up anytime soon as, as long as these boys are winning with the aim point. Uh, and it certainly worked wonders for Keegan, who who struggled putting for so so long, um, and now all of a sudden he, he's looking better on the greens and getting wins. So uh, a little bit underwhelming for the Travelers, um, but but as I said, they're they can't all be home runs. Um, but but it's a fun event, and, and looking forward to diving into the uh, Rocket Mortgage uh, up in Detroit with you, the home of the your Detroit Lions, AP. So uh, tell me a little bit about Motown. Uh, you're welcome to throw in some Detroit Lions uh, prognostications tonight. Um, but before we dive into the DraftKings slate. So first of all, let's just go ahead and say it's, uh, you meant to say home of the 2024 Super Bowl champion Detroit Lions, possibly. No. Uh, our, our, our Lions. Yeah. Our Lions. Yeah. Um, Detroit Golf Club, uh, Detroit, Michigan, uh, now this this event's not very old, however, um, and and the scores going to be super low, but there's not really anybody teeing it up this week that's ever going to say anything bad, mainly because it's by one of our uh, you know, the, probably the greatest designer in American history. Uh, Don Ross designed this golf course in 1916, um, renovated by Robert Trick Jones, Arthur Hills, and Bruce Hepner, but. You know, it's still it's a it's a classic Don Ross design, you know, somewhere around seven thousand yards, seventy-two. So seventy-three seventy this one is par seventy-two. Uh since it's up in the north, you're gonna have a lot of bent grass with Poena creeping in. Um they did reroute some holes uh to make this more of like a tournament vibe, but um this place this is average fairway length, 30 yards. This, 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 I mean, we're looking 20 to 25 under is going to win this thing, Joe. Uh, but there's, like I said before, not one person to end up is going to complain about this golf course. It is, uh, going to, it's loved by every player that plays. And it's because it's a classic Don Ross design. Let's be honest, Joe, it is. Just like here in town, just like we saw in the major championship just a few weeks ago, very similar designs. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that Detroit Golf Club and uh, where they play the PGA is similar in the spec of it's going to be that difficult. I'm just saying uh, you're going to see similarities in the course. Uh, like I said, this event is not very old. Started in 2019. Past winners are Nate Lashley, Bryson DeChambeau, Cam Davis, Tony Finau. Uh, memory serves me correct. We got good vibes coming from the Joe uh, Joe Nicely um, um, uh Memory bank on this. Is that correct, Joe? Didn't we uh, throw down a little thunder on this thing uh, back when Bryson yeah. won in 2020? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think we had a, I think we had a lot of uh, Bryson, uh, Matt Wolf 
combo there. It seems like it's a little shootout on Sunday, if I remember correctly. But yeah, yeah I think um, had some had some good vibes uh, from the Rocket Mortgage. Not the uh, not the most star studded event, as you mentioned. Not the toughest golf course, AP. But um, hey, man, there's there's a DFS slate. There's a PGA Tour golf tournament. So we're gonna dive in. We're gonna do the best we can. We're gonna have some yeah. fun this week. Um, pretty decent field. Uh, you know, 10, 12 guys up at the top, uh, stronger than we've seen in the past. Um, and then we got the kind of got the mules as well. Um, who are in play this week? As you mentioned, Nate Lashley, a winner here. Um, you know, this is another one of those courses kind of like Travers last week where uh, it's tough to really count any anybody in the field out, honestly. Um, 7,300 yards, but going to play nowhere near that length um there, there's a 600 plus yard par five that that kind of makes it a little bit deceiving um so these guys can handle this track um, scores are going to be really low as you mentioned uh, uh over the four editions of this event 2300 par is your average winning score and I, I look for it to be even lower than that this week ap that's true strongest feel we've ever seen this event uh joe Memories of McClick, Mark Hubbard uh, faltered down the stretch in 2020. And uh, I think Kisner, didn't he? Kisner shoot like 63 on this golf course on Sunday, and it's basically screwed you out. That's my, that's my weird memory bank, AP's weird memory that remembers stupid details. So uh, don't worry. Bryson's not playing. Kisner's not playing. I think you're good, Joe. Matt Wolf not playing, so we're, we're good. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt Wolf might never play again. Um but yeah, let's get right in here to the slate, Joe. Uh, right out of the gate, 10K and above. JT, Homa, Fowler, Morikawa, Finau. Um, and Finau's at the top of this price point. And uh, if you went just on uh, recent form, Joe, I can't blame. Other than Fowler's lit it up, obviously, last couple of events. JT's playing terrible. Homa's playing terrible. Morikawa, we don't know what we're going to get. Uh, you know, shoots mid-70s on Sunday, I mean, on, Saturday, on Thursday last week. And then uh, nearly comes back and... Uh, and makes the cut shooting like 63 on the second day. Uh, Fowler shot 60 on Saturday this past week. Been rock, uh, been just flying up the uh, world rankings, uh, playing well. But uh, Finau has been your uh, week in, week out um, standard uh, beast, I guess we can call him. I mean, just a cut-making machine. And guess what? He won this event last year. This golf course makes so much sense for him, right, Joe? Uh, long par fours. Uh, you know, he can reach every par five, no matter how long they are. So Fina makes a lot of sense, but are you touching this 10 K and above? Um, I think I'll go up here, AP. Um, I think you can this week because things get pretty thin um, as we move down the salary scale. So might shape up to be sort of a stars and scrub week for me. Um, hadn't got to play around a ton with roster construction yet, but um, I, I think there's some things to like about everybody up here. Um, Tony Finau, you mentioned defending champion, just so consistent, um, you know, won this thing last year, uh, on that hot stretch, went back to back, uh, here in 3M. Um, so, so there's a lot to like with Tony, just kind of flying under the radar this year, one in Mexico, but, um, you know, hadn't made a ton of noise other than that, but we, we know that he can pop up and these are the type of tournaments he wins, right? The 25 plus under, um, events, he, he's really made a name for himself over the last year. Um, Colin Morikawa is going to have to make some putts. Um, you know, birdies are required here. We know how great he hits it. Uh, it's continuing to hit it great, even though he missed the cut last week at Travelers. Um, the irons have been terrific, but I'm uh, just going to have to make some putts. 
Uh, Ricky Fowler has been making putts. Uh, we know what he did at the U.S. Open. Didn't close it out the way he liked, but bounced back last week. Showed a, showed a lot of fight last week, AP. Um, career low round of 60 in the third round at the Travelers. Um, bit of a bounce back spot for Max Homa, I feel like. Um, we, we know the dip he's, he's kind of undergone since we left the West Coast, but he's got back-to-back uh, -to -back top 25s in this event. Not playing terrible, just not playing – uh, to level he was earlier in the year. So this is a, a bounce back spot for Max Homa, in my opinion. And then JT, we saw things start to kind of go right uh, a little bit over the weekend at the Travelers. He woke up. Um, so we, we know how dangerous he can be when he gets things going. One of, the, one of if not the most explosive players in the game. Um, so I'll be mixing and matching these guys up here. Um, you know, Fowler's recent form. Uh, he's a rocket mortgage guy. He's played this event every year, so he's very familiar with this golf course. Um, the, those factors kind of make you want to lean Ricky, but I think the ownership's going to be really high. Um, so I'll, I'll probably try to wait to get find a way to get unique up here at the top of the board this week. Right. Uh, yeah, I can't disagree with that. Moving on to nine K range, Joe uh, Harris English Keegs, uh, past champion Cam Davis, uh, Sanjay M. Matsuyama, Tom Kim. Tom Kim's really uh, played well these last couple of weeks. Uh, played really well last week. Uh, seems like I was looking here at the WD. If my memory serves me correctly. This is was kind of the the start of Matsuyama's old neck issue, and like I'm pretty sure he WD'd here in 21 after the lock in. I remember. I think it's one of those one of the three times he's done that to us. Um, uh, nine can above. These guys really are not what we call headliners, but there still is a some real real playability here uh especially i mean can we english has just played really well here as of late so can we see his ownership spiking a little bit here uh 9k range what do you think joe i think uh i think harris's harris's ownership is going to be pretty reasonable i don't see a huge spike especially not with the, the players that are up in the upper upper 9ks um i think we're gonna see ownership kind of kind of gravitate towards there uh, with Tom Kim, Hideki, uh, Sung Jay, some of the guys you mentioned. Um, and, and those are the guys I like as well. It's tough not to. Uh, Tom Kim, the irons are firing again, gained nearly 13 strokes on approach uh, over his last two combined starts. Had a T7 here last year. Um, so there's a lot of good vibes, a lot of good mojo, it feels like, uh, headed Tom Kim's way. Hideki's playing amazing, leads this field in strokes game T to green. Um, over the last 24 rounds, uh, the results don't really bear that out, but the putter's just been bad. Um, so it's it's kind of a Keegan situation last week. Um, if Decky with as well as he's striking it, goes out there and makes some putts, uh, we could see him getting contention in this thing. So, um, and Sung Jay's played well here in the past. Uh, hasn't been in his best form, but we know he can kind of, his game can turn on a dime. Um, so nothing original. Uh, nothing to how the box man, but the, those are those are my three favorites uh, with Tom Kim and Adeki leading the way. Um, I, I'll consider Sunjay a little bit depending on the ownership. Yeah, love Hideki here. Love Hideki here. I mean, he talent wise, we know he's top ten player in the world probably. So uh, you know, anytime we're going to get him at a discount, which we've gotten him at a discount for the last couple of years, but. Uh, once he gets this turned around and figured out, it's uh, I mean, he'll be smashing fields again. Uh, 8k range, Joe <laughs> Eckerat had one, Ben Ann, Sepp Straka. We got um, 
Hoagie, uh, Chris Kirk, Alex Smiley. What's this? Uh, uh, this this new cat here, five cats. Uh, from Sweden, Ludwig Eberg. How do you say his last name? I saw him. I saw him play last week, actually, on the uh, ESPN coverage, uh, ESPN Plus coverage. How do you say it again? He is. Uh, he's an absolute stud. I talked to talked to him about him on this show a few weeks ago. Um, really love his game, man. I, th- I think he's going to be an absolute superstar uh, on the PGA Tour. Uh, was just an absolute beast at Texas Tech. Uh, recently turned pro. Um, we're seeing DraftKings be really aggressive with with pricing on these young guys. Um, it's not not like it used to be, man. When, when you can grab a, a Victor Hovland and a Colin Morikawa relatively cheap um, when when they first turn pro, um, DraftKings is has wisened up and uh, Aberg's price is up there. I think everybody always loves the shiny new toy, so I think you'll see him grab some ownership. Um, he's an explosive player. Austin Eckroat, I think uh, we'll we'll get some serious serious steam this week, and it's with good reason. Um, I've been on him for about the past month, AP, and he is balling right now. Um, so there's a lot to like with Eckroat. This course fits him well. He can make a ton of birdies. Um, you know, putting the young guys aside and and Aberg and Eckroat, who I both I, I like both those guys. A um, couple of kind of the vets, um, Chris Kirk. Uh, the course history is very very good here. Um, has played extremely well in his his previous Rocket Mortgage starts. Um, not that long ago, AP, that Chris Kirk was playing really good golf. Um, this stretch of golf courses hasn't really fit him well. Um, super long golf courses, so this is more manageable for him. Um, he's a Donald Ross type of guy. Um, I think he's going to go under on this week. So if if I'm circling a pivot here in the 8K range between uh, Aberg and Ekro, uh, I'm circling Chris Kirk. Our man. Yeah, I actually uh, surprisingly not going to be on Chris Kirk this week. Just from recent form, Joe, like you said, though, longer golf courses are his problem. But, yeah, the course history here is good. I just like uh, I like Jaeger and Hadwin better. Uh, and they're on both sides of the price point. So, if I need to go a little yeah. up, I'm going to go with Jaeger. If I'm going to go a little lower, I'm going to go with Hadwin. Uh, really like Jaeger this week. Yeah, he played well, I think, here last year. And, you know, like I said, very similar to what we have here in Knoxville at Holston, where she was the runner-up at uh, in the Corn Ferry Tour debut of Holston Hills Country Club. So, um, love Jaeger this week. He's probably my – he's probably going to be my heart, Joe. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going with the heart on Jaeger. I'm, I'm throwing that out mid, mid-pod mid right here. Um, love having in Jaeger in the 8K range. 7K range, as usual, too many to mention, except for one. How's Justin Sutt at 7,900 in this field? Is his ownership going to be ridiculous? Because if not, I'll be all over that guy. What do you think, Joe? I think it should be. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it will be. Um, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate to Ecker out there. Um, at 8K, just above stuff. He's been a little flashier here lately. Um, but there's a lot to like, man. There, there's you talk about some young talent. Um, that that little that little bucket there with Ekro, Justin Suh, Taylor Moore, Davis Riley. Um, what a what a talented little little group right there. Um, you got Hogard down there, not far below. Uh, I think Patrick Rogers. I believe I saw something before we started. WD. Yeah, yeah. So uh, make sure and get Patrick Rogers out of your player pool. That's a that's a guy that that maybe some of us would play this week. 
Um, but but there's there's some players to lock in this seven K range. JP, you mentioned up up at the top, so Taylor Moore, Davis Riley, uh, really talented guys that can go out there and make a lot of birdies. Um, speaking of young guys being priced up, Gordon Sargent at seventy five hundred. I was very surprised uh, to see his price tag there. The amateur out of Vandy. We we know the kid has got a ton of talent. Um, he's played in the Masters, played in the U.S. Open this year, uh, playing on a sponsor's exemption this week. Um, so surprised to see him at 7,500. I was hoping maybe uh, he would be a, a neat little dart play, but <clears throat> at that price, I don't know if we can get there, AP. Uh, Brandon Wu's played good golf. Um, I, I did a little course history research for my article over at Roto Baller this week. Came across JJ Spawn. Um, he's a guy I'm circling this week, Andrew. Um, he, he's played really well at this golf course. Uh, the putter's been cold, but he's he's played this tournament four times. He's gained strokes putting all four times. Um, so he locks these greens, and the ball striking's been good. Um, I'm circling J.J. Spawn as kind of a little pivot play against the grain play this week. Um, and, and in the mid-sevens, he's probably my favorite. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of J.J. Spawn this week. So uh, give me your thoughts on him if you have any, Andrew, and anybody you like down below him down to 7K. No, uh, I mean, I, I normally – J.J. Spawn's a pretty safe bet because he hits his iron so good. Uh, but it seems like the finishes just haven't been there for him this year. Um, but, you know, he doesn't really do anything flashy, right? So, uh, you just going to go out there and shoot, you know, 70, 68, 71. And so, but, uh, you know, his ball strike on a Don Ross course is going to make a lot of birdies. So, but in the midst, I'm kind of at a loss there in the 7K range. So, like you said, I, I mean, I would, I want the snag up sergeant, but because, uh, you got to think uh, it's the player's course. Um, but he's too expensive. Uh, they'd say it, he is. Um, and you can't, you know, all six players can't be kind of a roll the dice kind of guy, right? <laughs> we can't yeah. be throwing Matsuyama and, uh, and, uh, you know, um, and, uh, who else I kind of game. So you, we can't be throwing like a Ricky Fowler or Matsuyama and, uh, and we're going to roll him up with a, um, you know, uh, Gordon Sargent and, you know, somebody else down here in the six K's that we kind of like, Oh yeah, he's, he's going to be a stud too. We can't, we can't really do that. This, you know, you gotta, you gotta find your, your kind of horses like you, you know, you ride on your horse for the course and, or your um, core four there and play off that. So it's going to be hard for me to sneak Sergeant into any lineup, to be honest with you, Joe, GPP or cash game. So 7K ranges, I'm going to do a lot of studying. I know Lashley's former winner here, right? Um, and is the other former winner in here too? Bramlett, didn't he win this thing like the first year? They had it maybe or second year? I think Lashley won the first one. Lashley won the first one. Bramlett won the second one, maybe. Uh, or Bramley might have won at Minnesota. Anyway, uh, you know, Bramlett makes birdies, too. Kind of like that guy. Probably have nearly zero ownership. Hostler might have near zero ownership. So, I might be sticking in an ownership game here in the 7K range. That's the only kind of thing I can – story I can build on other than Justin's uh, in the 7K range at all, Joe. Yeah, I mean <clears> – <throat> I think I think you make a good point, Andrew. There, the guys up at the top are going to be so popular this week um, because this is a weaker field than we've seen, uh, you know, over the past month or so. Um, guys are going to gravitate, you know, to, towards these players up at the top. So I think we're going to see ownership kind of falling um, pretty clearly along some lines. Uh, 
based on price. So it's uh, it's a great thought to uh, get different down here in the 7K range. And there, there's a lot of guys you can pivot to. I mentioned J.J. Spawn, who I like. Um, Sam Stevens, I think, is a talented player. Um, I know a, a lot of people over at Roto Ball are really big on Kevin Yu um, at 7K. A lot of people like his prospects over there. Byron especially uh, is a big fan of Kevin Yu. Um, and the Woo Boys, Brandon and Dylan, um, Brandon, you've got in the mid seven Ks, Dylan, you've got right down, uh, at, at around the seven K mark, um, two talented guys. So I, th- I think, you know, their options, Carson Young, well, it's probably going to get a little bit more ownership than I'd like to see, honestly, but he's playing really good golf. Uh, and he's kind of become a, a popular DFS play over the past six to eight weeks. Um, so I like Carson Young, but I, I'll have to keep an eye on his ownership, um, when you get down to six Ks, man, you, you can kind of tell that this is a rocket mortgage classic um, and not the U.S. Open or, or not a designated event. So you got any thoughts below seven K um, as we get down here, kind of into the twilight zone this week? I'm what, Andrew? No, and actually this week I'm uh, I'm going to probably build me a model here tomorrow and I'm going to be concentrating on trying to find some six K guys like that have, you know, last 12 to 24 rounds really hit it well just haven't really got the uh, results and i'm um, gonna try to find some of those guys down the 6k range that we can peek on i will say this and um there is a lot of names that we know in this 6k range right joe i mean a lot of names we know we've seen these names a long time now uh, yeah i know they're gonna have some new faces but uh, we can look on course history. Uh, we can see some things pop out, you know, um, whether it be uh, 6,500, who was it there? Those had some good finishes. Mar- uh, Troy Merritt, uh, you know, we his game is he hits the driver very long, pretty crooked, and puts it well, right? So if he gets uh, getting that driver going pretty good, he can go low. He's got uh, three straight top 15s. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there right now. Um, dark play of the week. The healthy Brant Snedeker for a top 40. For a top 40. A healthy Brant Snedeker for a top 40, Joe. Probably wow. get some good numbers on that. He's healthy. Uh, he's put some decent rounds together. Not put four days together. Put some decent rounds together. Don't remember exactly where a couple weeks ago it was, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what he does here. And uh, let's see, where was it at? Yeah. I guess it was at the memorial, wasn't it? Because he was uh, one over, it looks like. Yeah, one over uh, the first day. And they were talking about it because they, they showed a lot. Of, he had, They showed him on TV a lot. I know that uh, at the memorial. So um, healthy Brent Snedeker. That's what I'm top 40 bet. Lock it down. I got nothing other than he's healthy. <laughs> There's no statistical <laughs> thing to back it up. He's healthy, though. Uh, and He plays, uh, plays, Donald, t- plays Donald Ross golf courses really well. Um, I mean, there's, there's maybe some crossover here with Sedgefield. Um, and I think when, when this tournament first started, uh, Sneds played pretty well um, here. So uh, I like kind of where your head is, AP. 
I think you can you can definitely take some chances this week. Uh, we we talked about this golf course kind of bringing the entire field into play. Um, it's going to be a birdie fest, and 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 in a sense, a putting contest. Uh, it seems like the, these these tournaments always kind of devolve into putting contest. Um, I think you mentioned at the top of the show, man. You got to you got to take advantage of the par fives, and you got to make a lot of putts this week. Um, hit your irons good, and and make some putts. So um, I like it. I like it. I, I I think all options are on the table this week for sure. Well, I've already thrown out both of mine, Jaeger and uh, Snedeker, probably a little bit of a Tennessee Homer card. <laughs> Joe, help help us and help our viewers actually fin, pro, finish profitable this week. What's your uh, heart and dart this week? I think there are a lot of uh, interesting plays out there this week. I, th- I think you can you can get different um, and make some make some kind of cool pivots. Um, I, I touched on him already. My dart this week's JJ Spawn um, at seventy five hundred. Um, I, I love how he hits his irons. Um, I, I love how he's putted at this golf course uh, in his previous trips. A lot of good, a lot of good mojo. I think it's one of those things, man. Where if where if JJ, a guy like JJ Spawn goes out there on on Thursday or Friday, starts seeing some putts go in, um, can can build on that momentum and really go low. So um, throwing my dart with JJ Spawn. Uh, my heart this week, um, similar thing, man. The, the guys just got to see some putts drop. That's a decky. Um, I'm, I'm taking a decky up top. He's hitting it so great um, that he, he's just got to see some balls go in for him, and and I think he could really take off. It feels like a, an explosion's coming at some point. Um, so I'm taking a decky as my heart play of the week. I like it. I like a decky. I like Jaeger. Actually, that's my two favorite players this week, Joe. Um, might be sprinkling something in on this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this tournament. I like this tournament. I like any Don Ross that's on TV. Let's just be honest. I'm a big Don Ross fan. I'll talk about it all the time on this podcast because um, uh, his designs are so unique. And, and we, you know, the raised greens and the, and the you know, the long link style par fours. And <clears throat> I just love his, I love his, his eye for design. Maybe it's because uh, let's get a let's get a little red marker out AP and let's make a little circle this week on a uh, we're talking about Donald Ross, a guy that we know plays Donald Ross golf courses really well, guy that loves Holston Hills here in Knoxville, guy that's got great course history here. Our boy Scott Stallings, let's circle him this week just in case. Maybe maybe we can break out of this ice cold streak we're in right now. But uh, this this is the spot right here. Definitely in a, definitely in a cold streak. Uh, we want to see him turn it around. Uh, just hasn't played the scoring holes well. Played the difficult holes very well, super well actually. Um, you know, which makes me be like, hey, you just hit four iron, four iron into Evergreen. But uh, play the play the difficult holes very well. Um, you know, still pretty high up there. We're talking one seventy five and above on on strokes gain on approach. Um, just, you know, the scoring holes have really uh, been his Achilles heel this year and consistency driving the ball and putting, which, you know, uh, we're, we're Monday morning quarterback from the from the couch while he's playing golf. But that's just what we see. Uh, but, yeah, I hope, hope we can break out of this streak definitely this week. I would love to see it. I think he finished like top yeah, – a couple of top 15s. I know, I know he finished 12th last year, 10th, wasn't it? So, can't hear you. Got really solid course history here. Had a, had a T10 last year, AP, and a T25 in 2021. 
Um, so we we know that uh, he's capable of these random top tens. Um, I hate to use the word random, but hey, that's just this kind of sums it up when you're talking about Stallings and when you're talking about some other players on the PGA Tour. Um, these guys can can run really hot and cold, and and we've seen him spike. Usually when when he plays good golf, there's upside there. So uh, something that can be said, you know, for several guys this week um, on this type of a birdie fest type of type of event. Absolutely. Um, Joe, that's all I got, man. Uh, I'm hearing rumbles in the woods, so uh, I'm going to get off here and go to bed. Uh, Joe Nicely, I'm Andrew Poor, coming from the Brook in Knoxville, Tennessee, Rocket Mortgage Classic. You need some PGA Premium stuff, go on to rotoballer.com, use the promo code TURN, save you a little money. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Andrew Poor. That's Joe Nicely. You've listened to the TURN Golf Podcast. It's gonna drive